All right, I'm Mir. I'm Bells. And this is Mir and Bells. And what are we doing today, Bells? We're talking about MHA because that's all we can talk about. Uh, okay, I don't know. Why are you always telling on me? <laughs> you, first of all, you don't edit out my mistakes, so I know you're not talking. <laughs> that's craziness. Every time you make a mistake, I ask you, do you want me to edit it out? And you're like, no, it's fine. So I don't. It is that. fine. So me calling you out is fine too. Wait, no. <laughs> You can't say something is fine when I ask you if it's okay. Like <laughs> that's crazy. What I mean, you can't complain about something if I ask if it's okay. I wasn't complaining. You the one who started. I'm complaining because I know why you always do that. Man, look. Okay, I'm not gonna be the only clown in the circus. Okay. Anyway, so we got to meet the lovely lady. How the heck you say her name? Nagant. Lady Nagant. Lady Nagant. She was hot. She was fine. <laughs> it's sad she had to die so early. <laughs> she's still alive. She's still alive, but she's burnt to a crisp. Yeah, she's not that fine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is alive. She's in critical condition, and they say that she's on the brink of hell. It doesn't even make any sense how she's alive. That's what I said. I'm like, how she was point blank range, like blew up and is like in full, like is intact. Like she should be missing a finger or a limb or you know a head or something this is why um kids don't take random course that random men pass out <laughs> honestly you don't know him you I know his confused. name and his atrocities that's it i was confused when she was about to blow up i was like she has to seem like the type to commit suicide what is this and i and i was like oh it was planted on her that makes sense which the eyes like the eyes and the depiction of like how Izuku is feeling is crazy. Yeah, like you can see, like his eyes are all little and dull now, and they used to be all big and sparkly. He going through it. He in the trenches. He's in the trenches. The other kids, the other kids came to save him though. But Bakugo looked really good when he came in. He oh, looked, yeah, he, nice he and looked great. He looked great. He was smiling like they, and like young. They, like, like they, they're doing better with the animation now. For at least I noticed it for these past two episodes. Like yeah, Lady yeah. Nagat looked really good. She still looked like Shinso, but. That's because of the purple hair. That's what that's giving you. And the facial expression she makes, that's why you're saying that. So you probably miss him being on screen. When I saw her in the opening, I thought that was Shinsu. You did think that. You did think that. And I was like, that's not who that is. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about All Might this episode? Looking pathetic. I don't feel nothing. <laughs> running after running after a dead Deku. That, man, that, man, that little boy is not there anymore. That's just Deku now. Running after a dead Midori and trying to give him a lunchbox that he don't even want. Of his favorite food at that. Of his favorite food at that. That's how you know you're in the trenches when you won't take your favorite meal. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, okay. But seriously, no, it was sad because cause it seems like All Might is just trying to be like a father figure. And now Midoriya is pushing everyone away. Like he pushed all his, he pushed, he was pushing, he's been pushing his mom away since the beginning. He He's pushing his mom away. Then he, then he pushed all of his classmates away. And now he's pushing all my away. I said, which was the only person that he was on the same page with this whole time. Right. He's all big and bad. Talk about some, I'm able to use 100% on the same level as you or something. I'm like, bro, you'll still get like boxed up by Enderbird. Calm down. When he said that, I was like, cap. <laughs> cap. I, I didn't even believe cap. that statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cap. What is a cap? Um, so I felt like... I was sad for all my like I cried up until like there's a couple of scenes that made me cry because I was like just crying this episode because it was just sad because 
season one Deku and season six Deku, like those are not even the they're same just, person. They're not like it's not even Deku. Like it's he's not Midori anymore. He's Deku. Like he's just Deku. There's no more Midoriya right now. Which like his eyes, bad. they're all like little and yellow. Like why are your eyes yellow? His, his eyes are doing a spiral. Like you know the yeah. Danganronpa crazy stuff. That's what it did in the last one. He's making like people. He's demanding them to give apologies. He's like being very ruthless out there with the villains. Like this is not, you're right. This isn't Midoriya because Midoriya is gentle. He wants to save people. And yes, he does want to save people, but he's he's going hard in the paint. Like even on himself, like dude can barely stand and then he finna fight his whole class. He probably gonna win too. Right, That's the crazy part. Everybody out of way. I'm like, are they about to have, is this gonna be a civil war? What is happening right now? I was That's confused. what it was giving. Yeah, it was giving civil war, right? Like, yeah, because they're off to fight him. It's not just because at first I was like, oh, yeah, back will go fight to fight him again. I was like, you're going to get beat up this time. But then they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to fight all of us. And I was like, y'all still going to get beat up. I mean, he got it's nine quirks, so they, they need to outpower him in quirks. And he got strong quirks, too, like danger sense. Like, uh, what's another? Yeah, black whip. Really strong, yeah, black, black whip. Like Smoke screen. He has a lot of like strong quirks, and then that that um that storing kinetic energy one that one's a little like that one's like useful when you like can get get the jump on somebody, but but even then that's like that a solo quirk that's a trash solo quirk. Yeah, but trash solo. in tandem with the other eight, that's great. And mm-hmm. float, there's only so many people in in class one A who can fly. That's true. That's true. But I mean, one of the one of the predecessors they'd be used one for all with just the kinetic energy quirk. So maybe when you like learned how to use it, it um, you know what that reminds me. Did you watch that live action MHA video on YouTube? No, I did not. I was trying not to stay up uh, at the crack of dawn to watch the Crunchyroll Awards. Well, I mean that that came out years ago. No. Anyways, but someone like someone on that show has a perk like that where like. They can store up energy from, it's not from doing the same movement. They have to hit something. So if they hit something like four times, they can like store up all the energy in the fifth hit. You're talking about the black guy, the black guy who yes. did it. And he was yes. Midoriya. Yes, I did see that. But when you said live action, it wasn't clicking in my head. Oh. <laughs> when I, th- I don't know why when you said live action, it was giving me live stream in my head because like I was about to sit here and stay up all night to watch the Crunchy World Awards, which is toxic. So I went to bed. Oh yeah, is wait the Crunchyroll Awards are done? I um, remember them announcing that voting was starting, and now it's done. Wait, what happened? I didn't make it to vote. I sent, I'm pretty sure I sent you the link to vote. I called you so you could vote because I voted. I remember. I remember getting it. I must have like you must have sent it when I was like really busy because I do remember like seeing it and I was like, oh, I gotta vote because I actually watched enough anime to, to like vote. Vote. <laughs> that's because that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to pretty much watch everything that we could get our hands on so that we could vote but and we can talk about it even now they have the list of the nominations up on the thing and we've watched but the ones that i haven't watched you pretty much watched there's very few that we both haven't watched okay but yeah that's why you you were you were cussing me out not cussing me out but cussing me out for watching all them isakes and like them random things they were on the nomination list oh i see i see okay so how did you um feel about the scene between Bakugo and Endeavor? Because I felt like um I thought Bakugo right. was gonna run up on him. <laughs> really, honestly, I did think he was gonna run up on him. I'm proud of him not for not running up on him because that isn't his character. I thought Bakugo was about to run up on that man. That was a that was a good plot. Like 
like cornering Endeavor like that and getting them to really um, tell them what is up and how to get to Deku. I thought that was I thought that was very mature. Like they're all so mature now. Also, did yeah. Parker's hair grow? Yeah, it looks like it. Or they mm-hmm. reduced the size of her goddamn head. I think her hair grew. Big. Like she still got a big ass head. Hey, because if they're like again, because when you refine animation, sometimes you change stuff. Like, hey, yeah, we made her head a little bit too big. Reduce that. But her hair, her hair getting longer does look great. It mm-hmm. looks great, and I'm glad that they're doing that because that shows the depiction of time too. Yeah, First how much time has gone by. Deku they all, needs they a comb. All look like a little older. Deku needs a comb and some eye bag cream. Deku needs a washing machine, a bathtub. <laughs> like, why are his clothes so dirty? Why are they all tattered up? Old dude looks like stain. Like he, he looks like stain, all tattered and battered up. No, he. I, I'm gonna repeat what I said to Streaks when I first saw his fit animated. I was like, "This looks like this hor- looks horrible." Like, cause I saw the manga version of it, and it looked bad then too. But now, like, I'm seeing the color and like it's moving. I'm like, "This looks like some shit Kanye designed." Bro, and he that's not to, good. He about to look like the scariest. What is it? The heroes who look most like the villain. He about to look more like a villain than Killer Whale. What is his name? Orca. Yeah. I think it's like uh, Gang Orca. Gang Orca, yeah. He might look more like a villain than Gang Orca. What the heck? Gang Orca looks scary. I love sure. him, but he looks scary. Where is he? That's a good question. Where is he? Don't tell me my man died off screen because I'm not accepting that answer. No, they. I think they announced everyone who, or they like announced or like showed on screen everyone who died. Somebody who died, yeah. yeah. I gotta go watch that scene again because uh... all I remember, I remember like some some whoever was with like uh shigaraki when he first woke up he died midnight died that's all I remember. <laughs> that's all that was relevant i guess to me yeah and then like a bu- i mean a bunch of heroes died when shigaraki like let out that that first uh decay a lot of heroes died so there's a lot more injured though like a lot more main heroes that we've seen in the limelight injured it seems like everyone made a full recovery except for Aizawa, which makes sense because his leg is cut. They really? Do you forget about somebody? Did I? Mirko? Oh, yeah. We haven't even seen her on screen. She probably still fucked up. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, her, her, her leg. She needs to retire. She was almost a WMPT. Give her a break. I sure enough did forget about her. She's a, no, she's probably still in critical condition after all these months. Honestly, she needs to go get rewound by Aerie or something. Something. That's the only way she's gonna have a career. <laughs> hey, Hawks, while he at it, go get rewound either because I haven't seen you pull not one feather, boy. Yeah, no, are his feathers a baby are boy. still growing back. Yeah, he still has baby feathers. He he's following her talking about stuff. I know I still can't fly. Like, Ender, why did you just leave this man to all his death? <laughs> <laughs> and then Deku's like, I can't pull him up. Like, first of all, the Hawks got some strong knees because, boy, I would have. All right, they were basically like, I don't know how. I mean, like, anime science doesn't, like, translate to real life. I don't know how much they were, like, Deku was able to slow down their acceleration, but they still look like they were slowing pretty fast when they hit the floor. That's what I'm saying. When I saw that scene, I was like, oh, my gosh. My knees would have been in critical condition. It would have been game over. But maybe because of all the flying and takeoffs and landings, he might be used to that now. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, hard-pressed to think that, like, 
most people's quirks come with like super strength because some people they'll have a quirk and they'll be able they'll be able to like withstand some like some hard hits and it's like your quirk is like flying not super strength right so yeah like they might have like resistance to like physical damage or something like they put armor on or something they also have support items so you don't know what they got under their clothes well half of them half of them because i know hawks don't got no type of armor because half his clothes got blown off when he was fighting dobby he needed some armor under there yeah Yeah. so what do you think about the fight between lady nagant and I'm glad that at the end of it, we could see a little bit of our, our old cinnamon roll, like where he tried to reach out a hand to help because I ought to let that bitch fall to the ground the way that I, like, if I was in Deku's shoes, I wouldn't have reached out to help anybody. You just try to blow my face off. <laughs> and you know the situation too. So, and I understand, like, I understand how heroes can get a warped sense of what society is because of the stuff that the government does. And I get it. I'm not telling her she has no right to feel that way. I'm just saying, like, you're attacking an innocent 16-year-old. I'm surprised. So does the Hero Society not have execution? Because she definitely committed treason. Like, she should have been executed. That's the thing. She was the executor. Like, that's basically what they told you. Like, oh, yeah, the Hero Society, like, back doors, they they were literally telling you in her backstory, like, oh, yeah, when they did stuff that did not align with being a hero... She would just kill them and make them disappear like they retired. Mm-hmm. But that didn't all... happen to her. Huh? That didn't happen to her, though. She was put into prison. They threatened her, though. Mm-hmm. And that, then they no, let... Yeah, he did threaten her. That's true. And then cops the the replaced they... her later yeah, on. Yeah, but at the end of the day, they put her in prison. They didn't, like... So, what? yeah, what I'm asking is, do they have, like, a like a lawful death row? Not, like, assassination. I don't think so. I think that at a certain point, they just chop you up to a villain. And then once they feel like you, they can't control you or you know too much, they're just going to throw you in Taurus and call it a day. Because mm-hmm. realistically, if this if this hadn't arise, she would have never broken out of there. She'd yeah. still be rotting in there, yeah. pulling her hair out. I don't know why. I liked her with long hair. I like her with short hair too, but I like her with long hair. Also, I feel like her quirk probably is very painful because she's out there ripping her hair out and using it as bullets. I like. I think I like her with short hair more, but long hair makes more sense if she's ripping out her hair. That's what I was thinking to myself because um, you have a bob. I thought she pulled all her hair out, but they shaved her head in the prison. Yeah, they that's what her it was. Cut, right. Oh wait, that makes sense. So she can't use her quirk. <laughs> yep. It's not like she can control the length of her hair. That makes sense. I'm yeah. I'm surprised they let it grow that long. <laughs> I mean, it's too late now. She's already deep in the prison. Clearly, them bullets wasn't going to shoot her out. Also, I think every jail cell is, like, very specific. Like, before they throw them in there, they do stuff to those jail cells so that they can hold that specific person. That's yeah. what I was thinking because with all everyone there has, like, super powerful quirks, so there's no way they can all just be in some metal rinky-dink jail cell. The so- person who made me think that was muscle and the way they shaved their hair so that, like, they could accommodate they probably threw her in a regular prison until her room was ready and then like they put her in a room that accommodates her but like muscle they probably like went and they had something for him the moment that he's showed up there because they kept him in there for a while he's been in there since what season three yeah two or three it's like so three three it's season yeah with the invasion of the secret training grounds that's season three i think season get two one punch. yeah season two was stained What's it called? He got one punched out. Like that scene was beautiful. 
That scene was beautiful. The scene where Deku came across and hit muscle that one good time at 45%. Right. That was beautiful. That's funny because when he first fought him, he needed 100%. That shows like, you. He needed like 1 million wrong. percent. Wasn't he using like 1 million percent Oklahoma smash? I forgot. <laughs> That that kind of like attests to how much forty five percent is because remember he went from blowing himself out trying to do one hundred percent, then he was like I think it was like five eight fifteen, and now he's at forty five. So that really tells you in the short amount of time that we have not seen him on screen, a lot has gone on. Mm-hmm. And also he's been beating the shit out of these villains. He's just he's he's just he's literally just one punching at this first. He's the new science huh? Like they should fight and see what happens. Saitama would tear him up. Yeah, probably. He's still the one, one, one punch man. And he's and like, he, and Saitama's like ultra resist. Like nothing can even hurt him. I'm still stuck on that scene. Where, the shopping scene? Where, yeah. <laughs> he was so offended. Like, oh. He was like, he was like, what are you doing? No, he said, who do you think you are? Don't bother me while I'm shopping, smack. <laughs> oh no, he chopped him back. Yeah, now he chopped him right, like, in between his neck and, like, his shoulder. And that man was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, God. No, that scene is still the funniest scene. That was, like, the funniest scene of all anime history. No, like, no scene has ever made me, gen- like, no anime scene has ever made me, like, genuinely laugh like that. I was sitting there in shock. Like, it was funny, but I was just like, did he really bump into who he's going to have to fight at the end of, like, this arc? And, like, he really just dropped him like that. Like, we know he's one punch man. But, you know, we've been watching this man beat on every hero out here and stuff. So, to get chopped in the supermarket, it's just like, oh, Jesus. And then, like, four episodes later, to just get drop kicked through a cement wall. Oh, my gosh. Let's not even talk about it too much. <laughs> Have you finished the second season? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. I can't do nothing with you. Um, I'm going to. The reason why I didn't finish the second season is because it was not on um VRV. Like, and I don't have Hulu oh, or Netflix anymore. Yeah, no, I don't have Hulu. I got off of uh Jalen's Hulu a long time ago because I was watching anime off of hers, and that's how she started watching anime. Mm, okay. Um, how do you feel about man? There's Wait, a lot. Did we of... actually even talk about Lady Nagat versus Deku? I feel no. like we get off track really quickly. No, I forgot to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I feel like the the fight was beautiful. And it made a lot of sense. Like some of the fights that we see are not practical in the sense of like what's going on. Mm. And at first, I felt like Deku would have to jump on her like strategically because he has an eye in quirks. And again, she's a sniper. So as long as he can close the distance, that makes sense. He can close the distance, restrain her, just beat her up. And then when she started air walking, I was like, oh my gosh. Because at first I was like, oh, what kind of deposit is all for one going to give her? Because you have been stuck in Taurus. You don't have no money. Unless you're going to go and snatch Shigaraki's recovering body to go steal her some money. But even then, would she even care about money? Like, again, and the society's so broken down. What's she going to spend that money on? That's what I was thinking. But whenever she started air walking, I was like, this is bad. <laughs> Real bad. Because, like, that's the thing. The one downfall that a sniper has is they're set up. There's no mobility. Yeah. But, one, the gun being her arm, and then also her being basically a trained assassin, that's not good for Deku. Because he's never well, fought. 
anybody with that type of like intent to kill. Yeah, well, like Dickie said, she still had a glimmer of hope in the Cure Society because with her like expertise, she definitely should have been able to just insta paralyze him with that first shot, like he said. Like, there's no reason why she just didn't go for like her his spine or like the back of his neck. She was talking about Chisaki. Oh, really? Yeah, when she shot at Chisaki. Where she was going to hit him was like on the side. But he was saying, you could have paralyzed him right then and there. You could have killed him. Actually, that's what he was saying. She she could have hit him in a specific spot in the back of his uh, vertebrae and killed him instantly. And oh, she did wow. not. I was interested that. I thought he was talking about when she shot him. No, she was saying he was saying that her trajectory was off to the point where if she would have shot Shisuke, it wouldn't have been fatal. Well, why would she want to kill Shisuke? She went through the to the trouble of bringing him so what like what is the incentive to kill him so that it would so that it would be on Deku's mind that's why she shot at him in general because if Deku wouldn't have been able to go over there and save him it's something that would weigh on his heart and basically prove her point well yeah okay so she so she shot at Chisuke because she knew as a hero he would go for him but it doesn't really matter if the shot like kills him He's Deck is gonna go and save him no matter what, and she brought him all the way there, so there would have been no reason for her. Like, I thought, like, I don't really know why. I, I I don't even know if there's like a good explanation why she brought her, why she brought to him use him. Her. Yeah, to mm-hmm. use that's like, it. And I, like... she, and I guess at that moment she would have gotten <clears throat> her use out of him, so she could have just killed him. Like, so yeah, so I guess that that's true. But like, Deku has a point. She should have just like went for the kill. Yeah, because he's on the brink of insanity right now. Like. He just wants to see his father. So, so people take that man to see his daddy. He needs to apologize to Aerie first. He talking about some. Deku said, do you remember Aerie? He's talking about some. Oh, yeah. I could probably use her to rewind the old man. Have you not learned your lesson? Calm down before <laughs> you get your legs decayed. What the hell? When he said that, I, I, was, I was looking at him. I was like, this is exactly why you're Chisuki and not Overhaul. Because Overhaul would never even say that out loud. <laughs> oh, my gosh. One. My thing is, you had that girl all that time and you didn't think about it. <laughs> he, uh, that's actually a good point. <laughs> but she didn't know how to control her quirk anyway, so he probably would have like rewound him back into the womb or something. Who knows? No, they made bullets that were temporarily took quirks away. I don't believe that they could have like they could have taken her her genetics or her DNA and then they could have been like, oh yeah, and tested it on other people that they sent out there who were either dying or had diseases or anything. So it's just like, honestly, I'm confused why he didn't just mix his quirk with her quirk and then go rewind the matter of the old man himself. That's what I was thinking a long time ago. But, you know, I'm just a bystander. I'm just watching, you know. We're just watching, right? We're the audience. We're peanut gallery. Really? But yeah, I thought the fight was. I thought I also thought the fight was really beautiful. I honestly, I have a really big appreciation for guns in anime. That's why I started watching No Guns Life because I thought there would be a lot of gun slinging. There's not, but that's crazy. <laughs> That'd be me every time I start an anime because I found a dude I like, it, and then he's the most deranged, off of the <laughs> derailed person, and it's just like, oh my god. I don't think I've ever came to an anime for a same person or fell in love with the same person first. Like Bashira, he's crazy. <laughs> he's he's insane. Does I? He's insane. Like 
dude is talking about committing double suicide the second episode and then continues to sing about it all the way up into the second season. And the only reason why he's not singing about it in the second season is because we're in a flashback and he hasn't realized he wanted to commit double suicide. <laughs> That's what you like? That's, <laughs> That's your man? That's your man. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying a meme. That's your man? Yeah, uh, and I'm going to stand beside him. I'm going to stand beside him. <laughs> That's craziness. But I yeah, probably I know, I have a really appreciation for gunsling anime. Like, I really like the... Um, the the gunslinger and Akame got killed. There's two gunslingers. There's there's the chick with the little dog. She she got her body re-engineered to have guns in it. And then there's another chick who like is an actual gunslinger and she like shoots uh like she just has pistols. She was like she was like the side of side of side characters. Cause she didn't come up until like later in the season, I'm pretty sure. When um when they were fighting uh Akame's sister in that like desert or something. Speaking of gunslingers, I saw a joke on Twitter the other day about that one gunslinging hero um, that shot up Shigaraki in season one. Season, yeah, season one. They were saying that if he was in the war, it would have ended already. If he was what? If he was in the little mini war, it would have ended already. What mini war? Like the fight. Oh, when they pulled up in the hospital. Yes, they saying like, oh, he would have shot up Shigaraki in the hospital right then and there. Where was he? I have no clue. He might be dead. He's not. Wait, I guess we haven't seen him on screen. I was saying he's not dead. We saw him, but I forgot we saw him in an interview. I could have sworn we saw him. I think he was um with at the Liberation Front. Look, anybody that I do not see on screen once we're in this vigilante arc, I mean, they're assuming they retired or they're dead. Oh my god. So until they show up on screen, they're retired or they're dead. Mm. Because at this point, they finna call the Americans. Like, they're trying yeah, they're to get reinforcement. Yeah. I don't know if we got hope in that. How do you feel about, like, Deku's adaptability throughout the fight? Because he kept on, like, coming up, like, coming against new obstacles in the fight. Like, first, like, it was the whole sniper thing. But then he was like, well, I sniper close the distance. But then it was the, you know, the airwalk thing or whatever it's called. I mean, he's giving me Isaki out in the field. He is giving Isaki, and and I I like that. I like that for Deku because in the beginning he had stuff written out on paper and he had coherent plans when it came to sitting down and assessing a situation. But now he's in a realistic um, environment and he's seeing like, oh yeah, what are my limitations? Mm-hmm. Which honestly, I really feel like the only thing limiting Deku right now is his attitude. The way that he's looking at life right now is the only thing holding him back. Yeah, he's, and, like, he's and, exhausting himself because he really, and, he really would have got eaten up by those zombies. Those were regular people. I know they're regular people, but it was giving zombies. It was giving zombies. Um, I believe that he does need to go back to UA and he needs to collect himself because what do you have going on? Like the everything's there except like the mental and like. When your mental ain't in it, you will run down everything else. So then once your mental is in the game, you you just can't do it. Like, because I'm a victim of that too. Like, whenever I have the will to do stuff, like, I'll I'll go until I can't go anymore. And then my mental's not there. So then it's just like sheer will because I can physically do it. And then once I have recovered my mental state, I can't physically do it. Mm. 
like there needs to be a balance. That's the only way you're going to keep going. Like, I wish that the things that All Might wanted to say, he would have said out loud, like, it is okay to rest. Like, I felt like that was very relatable. Um, and that translates into real life because we're all, well, we're young. I'm not going to say we're all young, but us, we're young. And sometimes it's okay to rest. It's okay to just lay in your bed and like, just like F off for the day. Like, that's okay. We're all human and nobody's a superhero. Like, sometimes you just got to cut yourself some slack. Mm. What do you rate the Lady Pagant versus Deckard fight out of 10? Nine. I wish it was longer. Me too. That's what I was going to say. I rated a nine because they, they hacked her up in the opening and then they only had a five minute fight just for her to get um blown up by blown her, up. her air walk. That air walk was something different. I gasped. When I saw that, I was like, <gasps> like that physically surprised me oh yeah yeah because i was like that didn't really surprise me that much because i was like because i was like well she's like with she's like with all for one of course he's gonna give her work like okay but i didn't like again we didn't know what he would have given her so whenever she started walking on air i was just like that's the perfect thing you could give her also when she blew up i physically gasped too oh when she blew up i gasped because i was like because i was like she's not about to commit suicide what is this Right, that's what I'm thinking. Because at first I was like, she blowing herself up. This just doesn't make sense. They just they're trying to recruit you to the team. But then I realized that all for one is watching. Like, how are you watching through people? What quirk is that? All for one, all for one is the great predictor. Yeah, honestly, he literally predicted like everyone's move. Like even like when um when the last villain came up, he was like, and he was like, yeah, he said that you would uh, go out on your own and try to do everything like in succession with no break and then soon you'd uh you'd be exhausted and that's when I'd come in and I was like I was like he was right because if it wasn't for the other UA kids um he would have got caught yeah he literally fell on the ground there he literally got spies watching you saw that dude I'm thinking that stain that stain I just realized because I was like the tongue and like the the tatters that's stain yeah what he about to do I'm I'm thinking he's I think he's watching Midoriya because again he felt like Midoriya was um a worthy hero. Mm-hmm. And he also thought All Might was a worthy hero and he was killing heroes that weren't as worthy as them. So I'm I was thinking he was watching him to see if he's still worthy. I mean, what what was I don't remember like what was Stain's like he want he wanted a hero that was purely about saving people and not about the fame and the money, right? <laughs> So the people who are still her- that are still heroes in this broken society should be his definition of true heroes. I mean, yeah. At this point, we need you to be a hero, dude. We're too yeah, down bad. We're underemployed. Like, if you're gonna... I'm not saying that, like... Yeah, no, I'm saying these are equal playing fields. If y'all gonna invite Lady Nagant, y'all might as well invite Stain, too. Y'all just gotta make sure he's not gonna be throwing hands with no heroes. That's <laughs> it. Like... Because, again, they both killed people. And at this point, that's a good morale to have in this this desolate Japan. Honestly. Because, honestly, no. What I will say about ever since we got out of, like, the UA and the Heroes versus Shigaraki arc. I don't know what that arc is called. I'm going to have to look it up later. But ever since we got into Deku Vigilante arc, I have appreciated how dark it is. Mm-hmm. it's like, very dark like it, like j- the show itself like the color is darker the show used to be very bright and sparkly 
Same thing happened with um Attack on Titan, right? First, yeah, it was giving me Mappa. First two and like like three and a half, maybe two and a half seasons were like very bright and sparkly, especially the first season. Very sparkly, very bright. And like when you got to the fourth season, they like put this like freaking like tan grayscale. Like it looked like they were always in a sandstorm. The show just was just like brown or something. It was just like like moody, like this moody brown like filter. Um, yeah, no, like the first episode of this arc, I was like, dang, this is really dark. And you can tell right from the opening, like the opening is gray. <laughs> yes, there's not a lick of like real vibrant color in the opening. And again, I, I, they're going to convince him some way, somehow to come back to UA because we see the ending. The ending goes from like being gray to like seeing the light. Yeah, and he holds uh, Uraka's hands. So that gave me a Naruto Hinatomi. I watched a video the other day that I'm going to send to you, and it's basically like they ruined Uruaka with. Yeah, it. I saw that. I didn't watch it, but I saw it recommended to me. It was a good video. It got I recommended wanna... to you because I watched it. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, oh, that makes sense because I felt that way very strongly with Hinata. Like, I felt like and there's nothing wrong with having a crush. Like, like anime characters are human, they're going to have crushes. But I felt like her character was almost defined by liking Naruto and they're doing the same thing with Uruwaka and they did um they kind of did the same thing with what Kayano Kayano is that her name the green-haired girl in the Association classroom and she had a crush on uh Nakisa and like these like girls were like almost defined by their crushes on like the main characters that like they don't have their own identity and they did try to they did try to go back on that with Kayano and Uruwaka, where like they both were like they both actively put aside their feelings to go towards their goal. But it's like, but they're still doing these like little with with uh with Kayano and Nagisa, there she made that decision at the end of the show. So it was kind of like it was like whatever, there was no more show. But Uruwaka, she made that decision very early on. But we still have these little instances where we like see her like like still showing these like feelings for uh, Deku and then like what they did in the opening with them holding hands like if you're gonna say she's gonna put her feelings aside to do what she gotta do do that give, give her her own character if she's gonna do that stop putting Deku's in her name like every time she's on screen uh, Deku, Deku's name in her mouth every time she's on screen because she hasn't really gotten anything since like her when they were training with heroes that's the last time they did anything Again, their beef is over Midoriya. That's true. <laughs> she has beef with somebody because she's a psychotic bitch is in love with her and Deku. Mm-hmm. And and Toga knows. That's the thing. Toga is such a stalker. She knows that she liked Deku. Right. What do you say? She met her for the first time. I was like, do you have a crush? Like, <laughs> I'm like girl, get out of my face. <laughs> right, get out of my face. Like, don't be. Don't be calling me out like that. Because, you know, when you're, because what are they in uh, high school? When you're in high school, when you have a crush, you're not actually trying to let your crush know. Like, it's supposed to stay a secret forever. Shut up. <laughs> Especially if I'm not going to confess to them and this is going to burn out like a majority of my crushes did. <laughs> like, what the heck? Right. But, okay, what did, what was the question you asked earlier? Uh, Jesus. I don't even know. Because, like, I was full in it. <laughs> um, There's a lot of things we could talk about, really. Um, I was asking, I think, oh, one of the questions I did ask that we got sidetracked on was, 
How do you feel about the way that the heroes are handling this situation with Deku? Because I felt that's the question I was asking. I felt like I felt like they did not like I feel like this amount of danger as being out there was the same amount of danger if not maybe a little bit less than when if he would have been at UA like yes other people would have been at risk and like they would have to go through a lot of people to get to Deku but possibly y'all could have beat the villain together now you got him going out there alone and he don't ever be teaming up with you guys he just run around and be beating up villains all day and all night yeah, I think so. I think the situation is very tricky because it's kind of like with Naruto having like the nine tails. Like it's kind of like it's like Deku already has one for all. Naruto already has a nine tail. So there's like there's really nothing they can do except for like try to like you know train him for what is to come. And and Naruto and Deku is doing the same thing where like they took they're trying to take everything on their own and fight on their own. But the thing is, is like they are both like little kids. So and in Deku's case. Why are they letting this little 15, 16-year-old boy run around by himself? Like, what if all for one decides to pull up, like, by himself? Or what if Shigaraki just decides to pull up in person at Deku? What are they going to do? They're going to pull up to a one for all this um, broken limb Deku. <laughs> because I'm sorry, his his mental state is so poor that he's going to be getting his ass tore up, y'all. Barely walk. That's the thing. He was stumbling to walk. Yeah, he was stumbling to walk. So it's just like, even the other users, like, I feel like the other users possibly condone this in the beginning, but now they're seeing like, oh, we basically gaslit everything that he's this self-sacrificing BS that he does. We just gaslit the absolute S-I-S-H-I-T out of him. Like, and like, literally the dude who never speaks up, who looks like he could be related to Bakugo. I just want to throw that in there. The dude with the red hair that they keep calling boss. Yeah. He looks like he could definitely be related to Bakugo. Mm. Um, he said right now, all he needs is Bakugo, a friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I would love to tell you like, oh yeah. Um, I would love to tell you like these other people are more of a friend than him than Bakugo is, but he, they're not. Yes, back Google Dig used to bully him and he told him to take a swan dive off the damn building. And he's oh wrong God. for that. He's very wrong for that. But also some people are not taught how to be friends. Like if you look at the way, like the little interaction we've seen between Bakugo and his mother, literally that is tough fluff. And to Bakugo, that might have translated into something else because De- Deku was not a friend that was going to worship him like his other friends because he had a strong quirk. He was somebody who wanted to be on equal footing, which did not work out with Bakugo's inferior complex. Because even now he pulled up and he's insulting him, mm. even though he's trying his best to save him. Right. And I think like, yes, when we're kids, we do bad stuff. Um, when you're bullied at home, you go to school and you bully people. I get it as an adult and I'm not cutting. I, I love Bakugo. He's one of my favorite characters. I'm not cutting him slack. He needs to apologize and he needs to basically right his wrongs with Deku, which he in a flashback said when they were learning about float that yes, he is still competing on with him and he's not trying to lose this equal ground that Deku put him on just because he has multiple courts. But at the same time, 
him helping Deku, him fighting Deku and him being by his side is his way of righting his wrongs of bullying him in the past. And I'm glad that he came clean to All Might about their relationship because Deku was never going to tell anybody. Right. Because I feel like at its core, I think Deku knew he didn't know how to be a friend. Mm. That that Midoriya and and Bakugo, they've never had friends in a competitive nature, but also never had real friends. So it's hard to be a real friend to somebody when you don't know how to be a friend. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like in like the first episode in middle school, like Deku, like wasn't really close with anybody. Mm -hmm. But before that, he was close with Bakugo. And I think just the circumstances kind of like, they were in the same area, but they weren't in the same, because this is the thing. Think about it this way. What if, so, episode one, uh-huh. Deku does not have a quirk. Or, well, Midoriya at the time, because, you know, I like to use names for what they are. Mm-hmm. Midoriya at the time did not have a quirk. He wanted to get into UA and wanted to be a hero. He did not want to be in the hero support course. Not none of that. He wanted to be a hero. Bakugo, knowing this, they also have the same favorite hero, same idol. They both basically want to be like All Might. Add somebody's friend who does not know how to say, hey, that's not achievable for you without a quirk. What is the next way to do it? If I bully you out of thinking you can be a hero and I basically break your morale so you go and find a different passion and you go and find a different passion, what's the difference from me saying to you, this is not for you and you need to change up? The end result is the same. Yes, how I got there and the trauma that you'll probably have from this is different. But at the end of the day, he was going to rock out with trauma no matter what. Whether he would have told him that or not, the end result would have been different. It would have been the same if he didn't get a quirk. Because if you notice, when he found out that he had a quirk, Bakugo was hurt. He was mad because he was hurt. (laughs) So, like, I'm sorry. This is the person who knows Deku like the back of his hand. Yeah. And... I'm glad that he came out here and was like, oh, I'm glad that he really stuck it to Endeavor and was like, hey, you don't know him. Right. You guys don't know him. He does not care about himself. All he cares about is saving other people. So he really kind of called him out like, do you care about him? Right. No, because and, and that's what I was saying. It's kind of it's like, like, why are they letting him run about by himself like this? Like, it doesn't really make any sense. Well, Endeavor still like Endeavor still has growing to do. Clearly, we can see this in the way that he talks about Deku. He feels like I feel like he's half of the way there because he feels like, oh yeah, I feel bad for Deku and we shouldn't burden him anymore. But he'll still, in that same sentence, be like, "We're using him as bait." <laughs> so, and that's what I'm saying. There's like this, um, there's like this double-edged sword where it's like, well, one, he already has all for one. And it's been like implied that all for one can't be passed on to someone else. So it's basically up to Deku to be, uh, I've been saying all for one, I meant one for all, but it's up to Deku to be all for one. However, like there's no reason for him to be running around, like just like beating up these vigilante villains or these like, you know, prisoner escapees by himself. Cause then, cause then look what happened. He was by himself and Lady Nagant pulled up on him. Like, and that was that was a hard fight. Like he barely got out of there. You know, he was beat up. 
So it's just like, and and then like, it's just so much stress on it too. As like a child, it's it's so much stress. And then having to see Chisaki again, like that must have been really traumatic. Well, yeah, he's gonna need a therapist after this. They're not gonna get him one, but he needs one. <laughs> um, because this is just a lot to take in. Also, let's talk about what the doctor said. Let's talk about what the doctor told him. What doctor? The doctor who he saw once he got out of his comatose. Oh, what did the doctor say? I forgot. He basically told him, like, hey, um, you still have mobility in your limbs only because your body has grown to, like, facilitate your quirk. Mm. But you're still fucking yourself up. You're literally, you're getting to where we didn't want you to get just slower. <laughs> Because, yeah, they did tell him he had, like, maybe, like, one or two big smashes before he couldn't use his arms anymore. But, so, if he's using, but, so, if he uses one or two more big smashes, that that could destroy his arms. However, if he just uses a bunch of, like, little smashes, that'll get him to that level, like, like you said, it'll get him to that place, but slower. Because his body still isn't, like, cut out for all these quirks. Which is why, which is why all for one can't be, or one for all can't be passed down anymore. Yeah, because I might implode. No. Also, let's talk about this again, because we've talked about it. I think we've talked about it in a previous episode. Um, do you feel like Deku had a quirk? Because we know the doctor that saw oh, him and told oh, him he no. didn't have a quirk was snatching quirks. So how do you feel like, do you feel like he had one? Wait, it was confirmed? Confirmed what? That he was snatching quirks? Yeah, he was. He said that. He said that. He monologued that. He said that he was working as a doctor, like Wait, a regular Right before Wait, do you all mean the, the doctor, start. the doctor that was working with Shigaraki, that was the doctor that diagnosed Deku as quirkless. Yes. Oh, then yeah, he was snatching quirks. He definitely snatched his quirk. Yeah, Deku. I I think Deku had a quirk. I missed I don't that. Know. What the heck? Where was that? Yeah, no. Nah, he was. Us, I remember us talking about that. That could be true. I don't remember him confirming it though. Well, he said that he was working in the hospital to basically like see what patients had quirks that were like viable and then that, he would steal them i remember that but is it confirmed that that doctor was the deku doctor saw he was in he was in the flashback There's i thought we didn't doctor. see the doctor's face in the flashback yeah but he had the glasses he was the chubby build he had the the graying going on it was him. hold on i'm gonna rewatch after this recording i'm literally just gonna go rewatch that scene <laughs> it's him it's him, bro. It's him. <laughs> I promise you, it's him. We can't go back and rewatch it. I can find the scene on YouTube right now. Let me see. It, it's him. Deku finds out he's quirkless. Yeah, Deku finds out he has no quirk. Here we go. Why the first video talk about some Deku's original quirk was stolen? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy because we're literally talking about that right now. Because I, I remember us talking about it, and like there were a lot of things pointing towards it, but I, I didn't know it actually got... Oh, shit. I accidentally just turned off. Is this even the scene? I think I just got clickbait. Oh, wow. Okay, first of all, why is this in dub? Yeah, turn that off. Okay, here we go. I, want, I think I'm watching the original scene from the first scene. Oh, yeah, I found the one you're talking about. We're talking about some English dub. Oh, no, like, literally... No, they literally show his whole face. <laughs> That's him? Yeah. That's crazy. How did I not make... Wait, is this... Is this actually the scene or is this cut? Look, it's they showed him. Do you see that? Yeah. I could have swore it, his, his identity. You know what? You know what you're confusing it with? When they talked about the doctor on the other end, on the villain end, that's when we never saw his face. Oh. 
So we didn't know that doctor was the doctor. <laughs> but yeah, that's him. I'm telling you. I, I knew it. <laughs> like, so this is the thing. Do you feel like he had a quirk? He definitely did. Or it they wouldn't they wouldn't bother um I don't think they would bother like making him the doctor if he hadn't had stole his quirk. Which means Dick used to have a good quirk. Yeah, because it was worth taking. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think it would be worth making that connection if he didn't steal Deku's work. Honestly, yeah, what is the reason? Especially because the mom was confused too. She was like, I don't even know how Deku ended up quirkless because me and his father have a quirk. Which I'm not saying that means you have to have a quirk, but I feel like that would basically boost your possibilities of having a quirk. All right, let me stop scrolling because I feel like I'm just seeing mad spoilers now. Let me put my phone down. Let's, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> What's it called? I feel like I feel like the if if your parent has a quirk and then your other parent has a quirk, I feel like they should boost the possibility if you have a quirk because That's it would like be all right. Your parents having brown hair, and you come up with blonde hair. I'm gonna be pissed because yeah, because who the hell are you? <laughs> okay, like, we're six gene, but come on, are you serious? <laughs> That's like my kid coming out with color eyes. Where did you get those from? <laughs> we all have brown wait, wait, eyes. Wait, no, no, that's, <laughs> you, you, my man need to tell me who his family is because we got brown eyes down the road all the way. <laughs> There's no color eyes here, baby. That's not my kid, sorry. <laughs> mm -mm. That's funny. But um, yeah, I think like, yeah, that him, ah, oh, bro, I can't believe I didn't make that, like, I guess it was, like, a smaller scene, and it was all the way in the first season, and you know, I probably haven't watched that scene since the first time I watched it, I doubt I've, like, well, no, that's not true, I rewatched the whole first season, that was, it, it has been a long time since you rewatched the first season, though, that's true, that was still a couple years, because you usually rewatch an arcs, and you like to go back to, like, school festival arc, stain arc, like, very prominent arcs to the story but there are like details me the only reason why i remember it is because i've literally watched my hero like from the beginning to i think season four is when i stopped re-watching it with people because i had seen it way too many times like um i watched it with jocelyn i watched it with destiny um i watched it with my father so um and that's just like I, there's a couple other people i've watched it with so i've watched from the beginning a lot of times yeah that makes sense yeah because i remember yeah. when i was watching season two mm -hmm. um destiny's brother was like oh yeah you're getting into my hero yeah just wait until that man got nine quirks so she called me and say oh does deku have nine quirks i said what are you talking about no he doesn't like he has one quirk and one quirk <laughs> <laughs> you're confused <laughs> I was very confused. I was perplexed. I was like, your brother lying. Right, <laughs> like, like, you know, like, your brother watching a different show. What the hell? Yeah, like, I was just like, he must be talking about something else because he ain't talking about MHA. And now look, a couple years later, I look like a clown. <laughs> that man definitely got knocked quick. I didn't know that, though. You can't blame me. Right. But yeah, um, I think the heroes are trying to, the heroes are trying to juggle two things, which is like the safety of Deku, the safety is of Deku physically, the safety of Deku like as a child, and then like the safety of the world. And they're they're prioritizing the safety of the world more than the safety of like Deku as a human. Um, okay, but like is my that thing the is, right call is up no, to it's not. That doesn't even make no sense on paper because like if somebody would just sit down 
take a breath, get a sweet tea with extra liquid sugar and think about this, they would not be thinking like that. <laughs> There's, I think it's just, I think it's also because everything moved so quickly. Like it was like, they had to jump on the, on the liberation front, but then everything went downhill like so quickly. And then like they broke into Tartarus and released all the prison, released all the prisoners. And then like all of the civilians are losing hope. A lot of the heroes are resigning. Like I think a lot of unprecedented things are occurring and they're occurring very quickly. And, and I guess they don't really have the time to sit down and have a, a lemonade tea with extra liquid sugar. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Because if they sat down and thought about this, they need to be pri- prioritizing. If they prioritize Deku, that would be the same as prioritizing the safety of everybody else. Because that's the one thing they cannot let him get. Yeah. Because we don't know what they're doing to come and get him. Again, they've been on screen for this whole arc almost. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there was a callback. There was a callback to when All Might used up the last of one for all and he was they had the camera in his face and he, and he, and he pointed, pointed and said i noticed purpose. that i noticed that it's your turn i noticed that, that when i saw that heart. i was like did he do that on purpose all for one is a, is a psycho he's a he's a he's sick a sick, he's a sick man he is a sick man and hawks pointed this out a couple episodes ago um he was just like why does he need shigaraki and they were like oh they were Deku stated that like he said something about hatred. He's having fun. Mm. All for one is having fun. He even said it in this episode. He said, "Oh, I just like predicting things." Yeah, he said, "I like trying to predict things," and he's good at it too. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. Like this, I feel like the more we see all for one, and the more we learn about him, he's a sick bastard. Uh-huh. he forced a quirk on somebody who had a quirk he didn't know about like that's when I was just like oh yeah you you're something different also you imprisoned me you imprisoned me and then forced me to have a quirk I don't want right what did he force on him force on who Shigaraki no what did he force on his brother because this is the thing his brother already had a transferring quirk which then turned into a one for all so what did he give him I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I'm gonna go rewatch, re-watch the background. That. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go on YouTube and rewatch like all the scenes that All for One is in, mm-hmm. and also his background. Anime only. Do we have a lot of? I think we don't have a lot of background All for One by himself. Like I feel like all the background we have on him is like with his brother. Like conversations he had with uh with his brother. Yeah, and then some scenes with Shigaraki. Yeah. But they don't really they don't really go into like why all for one is doing what he's doing like what made him like this yeah and what made him ugly as hell he looks like a yeah, rock pull off his face <laughs> like what's going on with that is like that like the because again we know that there's backlash of having multiple quirks like even them they said like these quirks were not even used meant to be used in tandem like how you're doing which is probably making a bigger strain on his body mm-hmm. and so did having like a Jillian quirks make him ugly or did he take the wrong quirk and that made him ugly? <laughs> because the other day when he was like in the sunset smiling and talking about something like, oh yeah, we're going to have the jump on them next time. Basically, I was like, I couldn't even think about, I had to rewind the scene because I was looking at how ugly he was. I was like, He's not I was even like, ugly. He just like don't got a face. 
All he got is teeth. <laughs> this man is like straight teeth and skin. <laughs> you know how horrifying that is? Like if I closed my eyes and had a nightmare, he'd be in it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um how are you what do you think is going on with Shigaraki? Like there's not a text tube they could put him in. I also, have no idea. Oh, back to the um hatred thing. Um why does he feel like if he can't take it by force that Shigaraki's hatred is going to let him take it? There's nine other people in there or eight other people in there. There's eight other people in there. Why do you feel like the two of you guys are going to be able to take something from nine people? Oh, uh, one for one? Mm-hmm. Also, again, why do you feel like you can grab something? Oh, mind you, what's probably keeping keeping him from taking one for all is the fact that it is a transfer quirk. It's something that's activated. Yeah. Yeah, you have to willingly give it up. Yeah. So I don't know why it, it, this it doesn't work sense. like regular it doesn't work like regular quirk, so that's probably why his like his like stealing quirk quirk doesn't work. Also, another thing I I I would like to see. Mm-hmm. I wanna see how all these people died. I know that's probably sick. We know of how them. some of them died. Well, some of them died of old age, but a majority of them died for at all for one's hands. Yeah, like one of them died at like 40 from old age. Well, that's because they had a quirk. Also, yeah, they had a, they had a quirk and they had uh, one for all, which like it, it's like expedited their expiration date. <laughs> yeah, really, like because um, and Deku with nine quirks about to die. He about to have he about to have the Titan curse. He got thirteen years. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That is a great point because like, how long can he really do this? Because yes, All Might made it to fifty. All Might is well, he's forty eight, I think. He's about but 15 years old. down he looks. <laughs> First of all, what happened to your OG body, G? <laughs> like, because you look like shit. Yeah, all that mass is gone. Which, that made me feel like he used to have a quirk, because I thought he, like, could puff himself up, and that was a quirk. But, nah, he just run down. Also, and- also, I like, Gran Torino was six feet tall, damn near. What the hell happened to you? Are these quirks running y'all into the ground when you get old? I mean, okay, with Gran Torino, he's a very old, and I think old people do shrink. They and do. I think I think that's just exaggerated because you know it's an anime. So, mm-hmm. but I I think that has like some kind of logical reason. <laughs> yeah, the, maybe that's just like them being dramatic as hell because he went from being six feet tall to like being two feet. <laughs> right. No, because I remember I was talking to my great grandma, and she was like in her age or something, and I was looking down at her, and I was like, "Have you always been this short, or did you shrink?" It's just like, like five foot. Like, there's no way you were that tall your whole life. Yeah, no, because my grandma is probably like five four now, but she she's five four five five. But I'm pretty sure she used to be like five seven five eight from the mm-hmm. pictures that I saw of her and grandpa Eight. together. She lost a couple inches. Yeah, so I do know that like um that does happen when you get old, which scares me because I'm only five two. Where the hell am I gonna be at? <laughs> Four nine. Uh, <laughs> when does that activate? Like, do I have at least till I get sixty? Because <laughs> that can't activate in my like forties. I know. I I think it activates like very like way later in your life, like maybe like seventies or like sixties, seventies. Definitely not in your forties. Well, look, I, I'll be okay then. Like, it I'll probably activates really like a notable a notable difference in like your like seventies. Like, you're probably like slowly getting shorter, 
But I don't think you notice it until like way later. But well, that's just me talking from the back of my head. Like it's not like it, who knows? We'll find out. No, we'll find, find out. out. We'll talk about it um in fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Um, we were talking about what oh yeah, this guy. Yeah, he got thirteen years. <laughs> um. Well, remember we've had this conversation off of off of um record, and I said I don't think I want him to make it out. Oh yeah, you said you want to die. Yeah, I, I literally think, want I him to be should. telling this story. Sense. Either he's telling this story to somebody because again, there's narration. Um, he's either telling this story to somebody and he's old and passing the court down, even though he's not supposed to, or he's dying. Mm. He's getting his, old and he's telling his story. His voice sounds it's kind of like with Armin. Armin is the one. Or I guess it's not Armin that's that's uh narrating, it's just a voice actor of Armin, so maybe that's a little different. But like, like he, say, well, he narrates voice, very monotone, like Deku he's telling the story. Monotone. I'm I'm saying Deku, when he's like narrating the story, he um it, it sounds like he's indifferent. Mm-hmm. Like this is all over. Well, it has to be if you're telling this story. Also, well, okay. So, is is Deku telling the story from the future, or is the voice actor of Deku just narrating the show? That's the difference. I think that Deku is telling the story. That's what I want to believe. That's what is better for me in my head to believe. I think that is because I think in like the first episode or like the first few episodes, it's like, oh, this is how I became the number one hero. Like that. Yeah, and he narrates every movie intro also. Also, I liked how when he left, he was not the narrator. Who was the narrator? I think it was Oroyaka. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, she was narrating. Yeah. You're like, sorry. once this arc started, she basically said how much time had passed. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is the next season. They can't move on to the next grade. They told us that, which I, that's crazy. Like, they're not going to let them go to year two. Jesus, they're y'all are in year two. Right. Like. Which makes sense, yeah. though, because half of your t-shirts are clapped the hell up. I um, just figured Uraka was narrating because, like, she was just getting more screen time. <laughs> because she, no. we saw her we saw her react to, like, the first hero. Kind of, like, what was implied to be, like, the first hero giving up. And she saw that. And so then she took over the narration. And then, and Deku was in a coma, so I guess he couldn't have known what was going on between that time when he was in the coma, if this is him narrating from the past. So then Uraka is is narrated which that makes a lot of sense because if he was narrating it's like how do you know did somebody (laughs) just tell you that because when he when he does narrate and it's stuff that is told to him you know that it's stuff that's told to him Mm -hmm. but i like that she was narrating and i want to see more people narrate um i think magnolo needs his shot to narrate um also i i don't know man like I think that I don't really know, like, again, I feel like that kind of supports my, the story is being told. Because if you're telling a story with a group of people, and then, like, you're telling the story to the group of people, um, and there's something you don't know or didn't experience, somebody would jump in and tell you what happened when this man was in a coma. Mm-hmm. So that also means, like, if if that, if my theory is right, then Iruwaka is with him. Yeah wherever he is whether it's on his um deathbed or if he's passing that junk on or i don't think he needed to do that 
I will. I would love Bro, to. Sure. I would love to see Deku pass it on because that's what I wanted to see years ago. That's what I wanted the end result. I wanted him to be telling his story to the person that he's passing this junk on to. No, he needed to put that thing in a time capsule and shoot it off into space. I don't. I think that thing needs to be destroyed. I think he just needs to die with that junk. Mm-hmm. But like before, I knew about the nine quirks. I did want him to pass it on. Yeah. But now that I know, like it can only be given to people quirkless, and that it's becoming too much just in general, and that at one point it's gonna spiral out of control. Like I think that if it got a next user or two, it would start spiraling out of control after that. Mm -hmm. But also, again, I just don't know how I see him making it out of this. Also, I don't see him because of this arc. I don't see him being the number one hero unless he gets clapped up. Because this is a story about how he became the number one hero. That's what we all need to remember. He tells us what ends up happening. He be- uh, this is the story of how I became the number one hero. In a casket. Whatever, whatever it takes. <laughs> I'm tired of, again, I don't know if we had this conversation or if I had this conversation with somebody else, but I do not want a happy ending anymore. Yeah, I've gotten that. We watched Naruto have a kid too at that, and he's still not dead. Yeah. I'm not saying that I want Naruto to die. I just feel like that is one of the things that need to happen for his son to actually get right for real. They're gonna end up killing Sasuke instead, which will probably have more an effect on him than his own damn father dying right now. But oh well, I I don't want a happy ending no more. Yeah. Like. I don't want Ichi like I don't want to see Ichigo saving the soul society. I don't want to see Luffy finding the the one piece. I want that shit not to exist, low key. <laughs> I want the one piece to never have existed or he always had it. Like I don't I want to see Naruto growing old. That would be sad if he had it the whole time. Like what have I been running around here for? I don't want to see a happy ending anymore. Like Blue Lock that's an exception because like that man gonna end up being a striker actually you know what i I take that back nah i want him to become the number one striker and become bored as fuck and then start a blue lock himself what if he becomes the next ego i would love that i would love that that would be a happy ending for me that wouldn't be a happy ending for him but that would be a happy ending for me oh my gosh you're a psycho trying to ruin all these characters lives I don't care. I want Itadori to be in the dirt. I want the whole cast of JJK to be in the dirt, honestly. The whole <laughs> Even... cast? Yeah. You want everybody to die? Yeah, but Gojo, like, I want him to never want to, like, I want Gojo to be so fucked up about his students dying because, you know, he has, he really cares about his students. So I want him to be the sole survivor. I want him to start losing what sanity he barely got. <laughs> well, on that note, the Zoom room is about to <laughs> cut out. So let's wrap this one up before you start genociding the whole anime community. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see here. That's what oh. I need. <laughs> if I don't get that in the next two years, I'm going to write something. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>